What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the North Shore Nine post game show. I'm Jim. With me is with me is Denardo. Denardo, how you doing this Sunday? I'm doing pretty good, Jim. How about yourself? You know what? I'm doing I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. The Pirates um, unfortunately cannot complete the sweep today. They lose six to four. But you know what? It was a pretty good overall. You know, road trip. Pirates go five and one. Um, they 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 looked like the better team, you know, as opposed to the Royals and the Cardinals. So uh, good road trip. It would have been nice to have just swept the whole state of Missouri, uh, but you know, I guess we'll I guess we'll give them this one. I guess if you have to, it kind of stinks because we we knew this game was probably going to go two ways. It was going to be an epic performance by Johan Oviedo, and the Pirates are going to come out victorious. Or Johan Oviedo was going to put up a stinker, and they were going to struggle, and that's kind of what happened today. Now, albeit it's not as if the Pirates couldn't have won this, there was opportunities, and that's kind of how this like whole series has gone. It's gone back and forth. I feel like every single game. So, not that it was like great baseball played in every single game, but they they all were interesting. Yeah, no, I mean this was this was a fun series of baseball to watch, right? Um, all the games were competitive. Uh, the, the pirates, you know, they won two out of three going into today. Um, yeah. And, and I, I don't have any complaints about the way that this team played over the, over the weekend. Uh, if I have any sort of complaints whatsoever, they're directed towards, you know, more of the front office. Uh, but yeah, you, you can't ask for more than five and one on a six game road trip, even when you are facing teams that are below you in the standings. So I think Pirates fans should be should be pretty pleased with how their team performed this week. Uh, Johan Oviedo, let's kind of like get right into it. That was, you know, he this was his second start of the week. Uh, he pitched a complete game shutout against the Royals on Monday. Um, you hope he kind of comes back and he's still in the groove, but unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Uh, he just he was off today, like from the beginning. You could notice right from the get go. He was missing arm side all day. Had no idea where he was throwing it. And you know, he was able to labor through three and two thirds. And honestly, like I think we're lucky that he even gave us that. But six walks, four hits, five runs, three earned, just two strikeouts. Uh, complete opposite Johan Oviedo as opposed to the one we saw on Monday. Yeah, Absolutely. It's what makes him who he is, I guess, at this point in time. Yeah. You know, he, he's extremely unpredictable. And as mentioned, like this week kind of sums up his entire season. He has a complete game shutout. He looks amazing. And you're sitting here saying this is exactly why he's penciling in for the rotation next year. He's a solid piece. I love what he brings. 
And then he has the outing today, which makes you wonder. There's still some work to do, you know. And again, like I like o- Johan Oviedo. I think he's a good pitcher. I think he's certainly going to be part of this starting rotation next year. Um, but you just want to see less inconsistencies from him. You would like to go into start kind of knowing what you're going to get. No more than, more than anything, it's, it's a it's a good case. That's a good outing from him, right? Um, but yeah, today just wasn't it. Like you mentioned, I mean, three point two. Six walks, just two strikeouts. That's one thing like you could always kind of say beforehand as well. Even when he didn't pitch well, he labored through and pretty much gave you those five innings that you mentioned. Today he wasn't able to do that, unfortunately. But that's also kind of an issue at this point in time because this bullpen's being used every single game. There's only two starters. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of the unfortunate part with him only going 3.2 today. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially with the way this rotation set up, right? You've got essentially two starting pitchers. You're using a ton of guys in that bullpen. They didn't have a whole lot of people even available today. Um, you know, they were able to get multiple innings from Barucki and Zestrizny. Uh Bolton, they wanted to get multiple innings out of him. He wasn't able to. Uh, they used Hernandez uh, to kind of get those last couple outs. But yeah, I mean, it. You, you want to see that consistency out of Oviedo. And I think, you know, we've seen enough this year, right, that Johan Oviedo, he's a start. He's he's in the starting rotation for 2024. Like, you do not need to worry about that or concern yourself with it. Like, he is going to be in the opening day starting rotation for this team, right? So he's at least solidified that spot. Uh, but you know, you do kind of want to still see improvement out of him. We saw the improvement this year from last year in that, you know, he kind of showed us that he's a starting pitcher. He's certainly capable of putting together multiple really good outings. Um, It's just now that next step for him is going to be the consistency. Can he give you a good start? You know, he doesn't do it every time, right? Because even the best starters in the majors put clunkers up. Like that's going to happen. Right, right. But, you're just seeing too much consistency, too much inconsistency right now with Johan Oviedo. You know, the overall numbers look good. You'll take a starting pitcher with a 4-2-7 ERA any day of the week. But again, to take that next step, can he avoid starts like this where, yeah, he, he gives you a lot of really good outings, but he also does this too much. So let me ask you this, though, too. Like you said, like there needs to be some improvement. But like the improvement on him isn't so much like he has to better this. He has to better that. It's like you're saying consistency. Does that worry you less or more that that's like what he needs to improve on? I guess it worries me less. Like that's not, that's like, that's like not a big, yeah, it's not a big worry. Like I'm not, I'm not super concerned with Oviedo right now because the pitcher that he is currently is just fine. Like if this is who he is for the next four years or whatever the pirates have control over him so be it like i'll take it but Mm -hmm. you you definitely would like to see that improvement in that more you know more consistency out of him and like i said today it was just it was easy from the get-go to see what was wrong with him like there was just something mechanically that was off because it was the same problem every pitch he was fine when he was throwing glove side like when he was trying to to hit that side of the plate he was good but anytime he wanted to do something on that, you know, arm side of the plate, it was sailing on him. So, oh, yeah. you know, he's 
he was opening up probably too early if I had to guess just from just from what I know about pitching um and that was causing that ball to sail on him luckily that's something that can be kind of figured out diagnosed corrected rather easily so I don't think this is like a long-term issue with him but that that was like today was weird I feel like his command today was the worst we've seen all season that's probably fair like even at as bad as probably was the worst um but yeah like, I guess that's kind of where I'm at you know like if there was going to be something this is probably the make, one that makes me least worried like you said if this is what he's going to be it's solid and we kind of I think behind the scenes more than on camera talk, like, would you rather have Oviedo or like a Rich Hill when they each give you about like a four and a half ERA? And I said, it kind of depends on like the team that you have. You know, if you have a high powered offense, I'll take Rich Hill because if you're going to give me four and a half, my team's going to score five. <laughs> but the team yeah. like the Pirates, you know, when you, you're, you're not able to ha- like score a lot of runs a lot of times, I'll maybe take Oviedo because there's times that he's really, really on, you're probably going to win. And the times that he's off, well, you're never going to score eight runs anyway. So it's, it's a loss. Um, but like, I guess with him, like, you know, if this is what he needs to work on, we see the stuff, you see the talent, the dude to start, like we questioned if he's a reliever or a starter last year, like let's, we're going to move past that. Everything tells me at this point in time, he is a starter. If he can be consistent, makes him a good starter or your number four, number five starter. Um, so like if he can just work on the mechanics to become consistently throwing for strikes, you got something here with him and that should excite you for 2024 with him. You know, look past the ERA. That's what should excite you because when he is on, it's zero, it's one, sometimes two earned runs. You know, like it's not even three when he's on. Like he's a one yeah. to two earned run type of guy when he's he's on six, seven innings. And when he's off, which is in the minority, that's when you get six, seven or eight earned. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. And and it's like I said, it's frustrating because like you see what he's capable of doing, right? Uh, and then you see you see him put in games like this, and it's just it's just a consistency thing. You hope that uh, you hope that that's something that gets you know addressed over the off season, and he comes back next season. Like he's a better pitcher this year than he was last year, right? Yeah. So I think absolutely. you just gotta I think you just gotta hope that you know he just keeps developing, and that next year he comes back a better pitcher than he was this year. That's all you can ask for. So. And even if he doesn't, it's fine. Yep. So let's get into this. Um, you know, Sunday lineup for the Pirates, Miguel Andujar batting uh, fifth today. Uh, Vinny Capra batting batting eighth. Uh, Jason DeLay behind the plate. Uh, day game after a night game, you kind of expect that. But, uh, yeah, it's game game started off, um, let's just say the game started off rocky for Oviedo, right? He, he loads the bases up in the first inning with nobody out. Like, this, like we thought this was going to be a disaster from the get-go. Three on, no outs. He gets out of it. There's a really nice play made by Key Brian Hayes on a ball down the corner that he, he uh, gets. Again. Yeah. I the, the, the dude is, he just won the, the fielding Bible player, defensive player of the month for August. I think it's going to be really difficult for people to not give him the gold glove this year. Like at this point, it's, you know, it's probably him or Manny Machado. But man, he's just he's so good. Like, and we just see him every day. He's so good, but yeah, he makes a great play. He saves a run. Um, Oviedo somehow dances out of the rest of the trouble, trouble, gets some, uh, some pop-ups. So zero, zero after one. And then your boy, Donardo, Miguel and Duhar. I love him. My favorite player. Zach Thompson, Cardinal starting pitcher, throws the ball. 
six inches inside. Like this ball's in the right-handers, right-handed batter's box. And it's like about to hit the ground. And Miguel Andujar, he shows you why, like, like there's obviously he hasn't put it together in forever, right? But there's clearly some talent there. Otherwise, he wouldn't be putting up the numbers he is in AAA. This ball that he hit, I have no idea, first off, how he kept it fair because of how far it was inside. But he also crushed it. It went off the facade on the second deck. Like, the dude murdered the ball. Um, your boy, Miguel Andujar, giving the so Pirates I, a one nothing lead. I don't know how strike one and strike two right down the middle go by him. And then, like you said, and then the ball that's six inches up from the dirt, six inches in off the plate, he crushes for a home run. That's the it's mind boggling. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. But you take it, you know. I don't believe in Miguel Andohar's talents, but I'm thankful that he had the RBI last night. I'm thankful he had the home run today. He also ended up getting another uh, hit later on. So I'm not ready to eat my words after today. But yeah, Miguel Andohar hits the craziest pitch <laughs> not gonna say i've ever seen but like that had no business going for a hit or no. out of the ballpark and he crushed it he crushed the ball so it's mm -hmm. like and it's stuff like that where you're like oh like this guy is you know, like like there's talent there and but it's like he just is so he doesn't hit the ball enough i mean plain and simple and then he doesn't hit the ball square enough uh but yeah Andujar gets the pirates on the board in the second inning with his third homer of the year second versus a actual pitcher. Um, so that was, uh, you know, that, that kind of got everybody going. Like, we're in a good mood. But then the second inning happens. Oviedo gets into trouble again, gives up a run. Third inning happens. Jordan Walker basically does the same thing that Andujar does. You know, turns turns uh, an inside pitch, gone, crushes it. 3-1 um, Cardinals at that point. Pirates kind of claw their way back into it, though, in the fourth inning. Um, you know, it. Big, big hit by uh, Leover Pagero. He was about six inches from hitting another home run, but he drives in the game-tying run in the fourth with a double. Let's talk about Pagero. Let's kind of stop here. He went two for four today, RBI double. He made an unbelievable play in the field, too, uh, in, the eighth, in the eighth inning, a, ball, a call that got overturned. The guy has a 462 slugging percentage now. That's better than Brian Reynolds. Uh, at one point today, he had a one, his, his weighted runs created plus was up to 112. Um, I think it probably finished somewhere around 110, uh, 109 right now. 109. Yep. But he's basically right up there currently with, like that's the same territory, Kutch is in, Reynolds is in. Connor Joe is in. They're all kind of in that 110-ish territory. He's establishing himself as one of the better hitters on this team. I want to have an entire podcast about Pagero at this point in time. Like, I really do. He has turned it up so much in this road trip. And that's not just this road trip. Like, he has been progressively getting better. But, I mean, he's gone from... Yeah, there's some things you're liking from Baguero to he's he's the reason like the team is winning in all six of these yeah. games for the most part. You know, and today he was a big reason of them coming back. I mean, like you talk about the two hits he had. I mean, that one almost goes out of the park, right? It's so close, which I feel like he had another one. Was it last night or the night before? Very similar. That new bar, you know, track down. 
I mean, we're not going to be a home run, but almost a hit, you know, in that sense. But that play defensively. So my mindset in this, I'm watching Jose Hernandez pitch. Not the biggest control freak, if you want to talk. He's not the guy. I mean, you saw Bednar last night. Foul, 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 right? I'm sitting there thinking, okay, it's full count. Bases loaded. The last thing you want is this at-bat to go at length. Like, Jose, you need some weak contact here because you're going to walk a guy in. <laughs> you need some weak contact here. And it happened, and it went to a place that nobody was at. And I was like, oh, shit. And then out of nowhere, Piguero comes out, catches it, and I'm like, well, damn it. It's a great catch, but he's not going to make the out with that throw. And he, he does. Like, I know it wasn't called that way initially, mm -hmm. but not only the great catch, but the great throw to make the play. All the stuff he's done offensively, that to me is almost the highlight of this road series. Yeah, I mean, it, it was an outstanding play. You mentioned, like, he came out of nowhere. Like, when the, when the camera, you know, switches from the center field camera to the home plate camera – you're thinking that ball is in the outfield. Like there's no way anybody's getting to this. And then Piguero just flies across your, your screen, lays out for it, stops it. And then at the same time, throws him out from his knees. Like as he's falling over to his left, it was, it was an incredible play. Um, now we also saw the opposite. He made an error earlier in the game that did ultimately cost the pirates two runs. They lose by two today. So, you know, there's, there's kind of that whole thing. Um, but he's looked, Fairly competent at shortstop in his time there. He's looked he's looked good at second base. I think um, you'd love to see him kind of establish himself as like a really sure-handed shortstop. I just don't know if we're gonna get that out of him. But you know what? If he's hitting like this, he can be just fine at second base. That's where I'm at. You're seeing the talent. We were kind of down on him earlier in the year started warming up to him again as he was you know heating back up in in double a and right now we're just seeing him in the major leagues again I, I stressing at 22 years of age i'm impressed not ready to write anything in but i'm impressed he's the one rookie that they've called up who has played a substantial amount of time and is really hitting like yeah well Right. I mean, yeah. you can say Andy has his moments, but like Leover Pagero is. He's, he's he looks great. It's now been 129 plate appearances for him. And, you know, heading into a point six war. So. And it's the power, like 129 plate appearances, uh, 10 extra base hits, six homers, four doubles. That you know, you're getting a 450 slugging out of him right now with 462 right now. Like you're, he's gonna be a good, good little ball player if he's doing this at age 22. And the strikeouts are starting to come down. Mm -hmm. uh, this entire series, he didn't strike out this entire series. That that K percentage, that K rate was over 30 percent a week ago, and it's now down below 28. So, yeah, he just keeps doing. He keeps doing things right and things that you like to see out of him. His development this year has been one of the most positive signs of the season. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, moving on from, uh, from after Piguero ties the game, uh, Oviedo 
kind of gives it right back. He goes out for the fourth inning, gets into more trouble. Uh, Ryan Barucki comes in, is unable to strand um, the runners. You know, he gives up a two-run single to uh, Alec Burleson. So the Cardinals go up five to three in the fourth. Uh, the other Palacios brother, Richie, uh, adds on another run in the seventh um, against Zestrizny. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, it's six to three. You're going into the eighth inning, and you're probably not feeling too, too good. But this Cardinals bullpen, we've seen them blow the last, you know, we saw them blow last night's game. Um, they definitely gave the Pirates opportunities in the eighth inning. Uh, just kind of just run through this eighth inning here. It starts off, okay, Brian Hayes, infield single. Brian Reynolds, fielder's choice. McCutcheon, walk. Connor Joe, walk. So the Pirates load the bases in the eighth. Down six to three. Miguel Andujar up. And he grounds into what we thought was a double play. <laughs> um, you know, it was rolled safe on the field. Replay kind of made it look like he was out. Uh, but they call stands. One run gets in, but... They aren't able to cash in on that opportunity. Piguero grounds out uh, inning over. Um, and then in the ninth inning, the Pirates just go down in order one, two, three. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Let me just say something there. That was the thing, yeah. like you said, not looking good for the Pirates. Mm-hmm. But one thing, at least on this road trip, you could say is even when they're down 6-3, it doesn't look good. But I didn't lose hope. There's many times this season and all before the season of the rebuild where, I mean, there was absolutely no hope. I mean, the Pirates is down, they're down six to three. It's over. It's absolutely over. It was improbable, but I'm sitting there thinking it could happen. It could happen, especially the lineup that was been turning over to. And you still have Josh Palacios on the bench. That's, I was just about to say that. You, you've got your secret weapon, Joshua Palacios, on the bench to use right. in a big spot. Uh, they didn't use him in the eighth inning. So let's talk about that because – you know, righty pitcher on the mound, um, uh, Payante, uh, facing Andujar. Andujar gets that ground out. I thought they were going to go to Palacios right then and there. What were your thoughts there? Are you surprised that they didn't? I mean, I guess look, looking in hindsight, you could say they probably should have. But is that something? Are you? Are we? Are we going to double? Are we? Are we really going to? Are we? Is this something we're going to harp on right here? No, I, I don't think so. About it. Um, a couple things. So this is the area that I spaced out a little bit on up front with you about this beforehand uh, and for yeah, everyone else. Yeah. But uh, I did hear them say about he had very high reverse splits. So what, like batters hit, the righties hit like 380 off him? Is that what it was? Um, Let's take a peek. Righty, lefty splits. So like if that's for... the case... Yeah, so righties hit with a 380, 909 OPS against Andre Payante. There you go. So I did hear that. Uh, so wait, with that being the case, no issue. Because also, here's the thing, too. In reality, now let's take out the clutch moment. Let's take out these moments Plusers has. In reality, I feel more comfortable with Connor Joe at the plate than Joshua Palacios, right? So if the splits also deem that, then I'm not having any issue with that at all. That's fair. Um, 
I think with the bases loaded there in the eighth, I probably would have gone Palacios over Andujar. I would have stuck with Joe, and I would have gone Palacios. But who knows what would have happened? I mean, Andujar did get an RBI out of it, so it wasn't like a completely wasted at bat. Um, you know, he did he did at least get a run in. But you would have loved to have cashed in there a little bit more than they did uh, because the ninth inning, Gallegos kind of just had his way with them, set him down in order. And that's when they did use – they used Andy Rodriguez to pinch hit for Capra. They used Palacios to pinch hit for DeLay. Sawinski, you know, was finishing off his regular 0-4 performance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like at that point it is what it is. They lost. And again, you know, I wasn't without hope. It was improbable. They don't win this game. However, still scored a run six to four. They take five out of six. Like you still, you still hang your head pretty high after this entire road series. You took out the Royals, which you should. Right. But this is the, like, this is the St. Louis Cardinals. You, you actually dominated the St. Louis Cardinals in the year of 2023 right now. This isn't a good baseball team. Mm -hmm. I get it. Like, as a small victory, though, the Pirates dominated the St. Louis Cardinals. So, like, take that for what it is. Yeah. I mean, this is the end of the season series. There will be no more games against the Cardinals. The Pirates finished the Cardinals' season series 9-4 and against them. Um, So, five games better than, uh, than 500. And if you look at the standings right now, the Pirates are four games up on the Cardinals. So if it wasn't for the Pirates dominating the Cardinals, the Pirates would be in last place. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and that's that's true, though. Yeah. So, hey, hey silver linings, right? That's it. Um, well, tomorrow, tomorrow is Labor Day. You got any Labor Day plans, Donardo? Anything fun? Watch the Pirates. I said something. Any, I said anything fun. I said anything. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's a 635 game tomorrow um, at PNC Park. Home game, Labor Day. Um, I might go to the pool for the park for like the day part of the day. And then I'll, I'll you know catch the game after that. But Corbin Burns faces off against the Pirates best pitcher, TBA, tomorrow. Um Who's your guess? Who's starting tomorrow? Pick a name out of the hat. It's probably going to be an opener, right? So who's going to be? Who's going to be? Well, like Hatch just threw to what 2.1, 2.2 yesterday. I don't like Selby's been pitching. I don't, I don't know. Like, who's it going to be? I'm going to go with Ryan Barucki starting tomorrow. I don't, he's pitched. Back to back games, also. Multi games. Yeah, never mind. Colin Selby. Colin is going to be Colin Selby. But he's, he's, he pitched like what? He pitched yesterday in like two winnings. How long ago? Not that far. Yeah, but he only threw like six pitches yesterday. Eh, that could be fair. So I don't, we're going to have, I'm going to say, again, that's just the the microcosm of this issue. These relievers are just being taxed. And then who knows? Also, Quinn Priester would be like normal day, normal rest for Quinn Priester if they wanted to go that route. Um, yeah, who knows what they're going to do? Yeah, I don't know. 
No clue. Majinski is available too. I think I'd probably rather have Majinski later in a game. Than That's the a problem then too. It's like, okay, so yeah. who's we're talking about people that can be available for an opener. Okay, who's ready to <laughs> to sub in when the long man is done yeah. pitching? I'm gonna go Selby. Selby okay. and Burns. That's that's what I'm gonna go with. That's the matchup of the century. Oh yeah. It's a good matchup. Selby has been good in the opener role, I'll say that. Yes. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Unless you have anything else to add. No. Nice, uh, nice road trip. Pirates still take the series. Lose today six to four. Five and one road trip. They're 63 and 74 on the year. Uh, we're gonna do Starbucks tomorrow morning, Labor Day Starbucks. We should. We should. All right. We so we'll be on but tomorrow. Not morning. at seven. All right. Not we'll be on seven. tomorrow morning, but it won't be at seven. Let's just push it back like an hour. I'm good with that. Eight. All right. Eight o'clock. Starbucks tomorrow. There you go. All right. Pirates lose six four. We'll be here tomorrow morning. See you guys. Bye bye. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.